Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ladies and gentlemen, mostly gentlemen, welcome back. It's so funny you just said that because I, I was it? thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to episode 30 of season two of the New Mission podcast, joined as always in studio by Nathan Brown. Nate, what's up, bud? Not much. Just thinking about how our audience is a lot of gentlemen. It's, it is a lot of gentlemen. Medley of gentlemen. It's a lot of gentlemen. Gentlemen. So and gentlemen, if you know any of the non-gentlemen that you could put on the, on the day army, send them our way. Yeah. We're looking to, to attract some female listeners and some consumers of the content, but you know what? We're happy with, uh, with what we got. So don't get discouraged, but I will say, Nate, this pregame show is brought to you by Manscaped and gentlemen. We talk about it every episode. Get trimming those bushes. You don't want to be going in and playing in the bush league. Order the lawnmower 4.0 at manscaped.com. Use the code TDI for 20% off your order. It's an amazing deal. Nate, I mean, you uh, love it. Oh, it's one of my favorite things ever. Um, you know what's underrated in the package? What's that? That newspaper. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. You don't use that? No. Oh, man, it's hilarious. You just put it under your feet, right? Yeah. And then it just scoops all the hair, and then you just scoop all the hair wherever you need to dispose oh. of the hair. And it has really funny like things written all over it too. It's it's really funny. It's cool. Wow. It's a really good idea. Okay, I see. I see how it's Cuz like, you know, normally you're doing the old like over the toilet kind of yeah. thing and you're like, ah, I'm going to miss some, someone's going to know, you know. Not this way. Not thanks to Manscaped. Yeah, so the, I mean, it's a you can get a full package like Nate just mentioned. It's an amazing deal. So go check it out on Manscaped. Nate. I was thinking the other day, you know, after I've consumed a few beverages, I'm pretty bad for starting to get the text going, starting to get the messages, sending some flares, and it reminded me of a funny story from when we were in our uh, our first year of university. We were both in the same town, both same city of Charlottetown, PEI, and big city. We what was it Mondays or Tuesdays? It was degenerate what we used to do. Yeah, we used to do the. Uh I don't even know how it came to be on a Monday because, like, Tuesday was, I don't know about you, but, like, my busiest day. Oh, my school schedule was <laughs> yeah, packed. I had gosh. math at 10 in the morning. Like, I ended up missing, like, three of them. Yeah, like, Sunday would have made a lot more sense. But, yes. uh, yeah, so basically we used to do the Century Challenge. And if you're not familiar with that, uh, you take a shot of beer every minute for 100 minutes. So, I mean, that, that pans out to, uh, by my count, uh, an hour and 40 minutes straight of taking a shot of beer. Yes. That's correct. What did it end up being? It's like eight, ten beers. Yeah, it's a lot. And, and in an hour and a half. Yeah, which which <laughs> yeah. is a good way to to. I'm glad you brought that up because when you think of like a shot of beer, you're like, yeah. oh, that's nothing. Yeah, yeah. It, it sneaks up quick on you. Big time. Comes up quick. We used to have a playlist too, and it would t- it would switch songs when it was time to uh, to take the shooter. Yeah, uh, a beer. Yeah, but, yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, one of those we did that for probably I would say. You know, five or six of Mondays. I was going to say we had to. Yeah, I, I, re- I still remember it, close to clear, sitting in, in your and Jake's kitchen doing that. But <laughs> but I, I remember one of the nights, uh, so we were, you know, 18, 19 years old, and and, uh, and we were sitting there, and, and I had proceeded to go onto my Facebook, and I face-called, what was it called? Uh, voice mess or no? Facebook video call, Facebook I think, video or call. something like that. Something but but also there. to mention, that that's kind of what we did, too. 
the three of us would like we'd get to like that peak yeah. and then we'd just start calling our friends and stuff and then For eventually sure. it would just kind of like snake out to like girls we did not know yeah <laughs> so i called that night i think my entire friends list and i mean people understand like you know in high school and just beyond that you've got you know six seven hundred close to you know a lot of friends on facebook a lot of them not they're your friends they're just kind of associates or contacts mm-hmm. that you have and we called them and i woke up that next morning with those missed calls and it was a tough oh, scene yeah it's always bad man that's oh Jeez. those nights were awesome though man they were those uh and shout, shout out to jake hendrick who was a who was a regular who joined us on those nights um but, but nate kind of oh, sorry go uh, ahead. i was just gonna say i'm glad that's something i've never really like had a habit of doing when i'm drinking because i feel like my anxiety would be just absolute skyrocketed in the morning for sure it's a nice icebreaker every once in a while but uh <laughs> but no we're gonna continue on in the pregame show it is worth mentioning today quarter one is mlb quarter two is nba halftime show is who holds the sports record uh quarter three will be nhl and we'll take it home in quarter four with the pga tour but nate chris rocks younger brother has joined the celebrity boxing associations looking to take on will smith in the ring this saga continues to drag on. I'm it not does, really sure does. your thoughts here. I'm with... starting to think it's more and more rigged as more stuff comes out. For sure. I mean, we got ticket sales. We got those high. Yes. Now we've got Chris Rock's brother trying to start the Logan Paul fiasco and just start a boxing match. Yeah. Or or does he just want to fight? I'm, I'm sure there's got to be something. He wants a ring. Yeah, he wants he wanted to be sanctioned boxing. Oh um, come on! Yeah, because he joined uh, the Celebrity Boxing Association. Or I'm not even sure if that's an association, but he's looking to make some cash on this. And it seems like, like you said, Nate, that there's some uh, there might be a little bit more substance to this situation than what's uh, what's visible from the surface. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see on. what happens there. But I mean, that's still being talked about. I mean, the slap that was heard around the world. So we'll see what happens with uh, with Chris Rock's younger brother. Nate, Baker Mayfield uh, moving into the NFL just for a, a brief moment. Baker Mayfield continues his sob story. He came out over the weekend and, and um, you know, he said that, you know, he was very concerned that uh, Cleveland didn't treat him well in, in telling him that they were going to be moving on from him and moving on to Deshaun Watson. It's it's been a quite the musical chair show in the in the quarterback rooms of the NFL, and it looks like one individual who was left without a chair is Baker Mayfield. Yeah, it's kind of weird that he brings up like that he wasn't treated fairly because I mean he he's kind of had every opportunity known to man as a starting quarterback in the last few years. Absolutely. So I wouldn't I, I don't know how you can say he hasn't had a fair shot at it. You know, I mean you've you've had the opportunity, you just haven't really done anything with it for sure and i mean it, it was a merry round of quarterbacks in cleveland and baker mayfield was the first one to finally kind of like play four or five seasons yeah. but he didn't he he was holding them back i mean the roster is stacked they've mm-hmm. got a great team and you know one of their wide receivers their best wide receiver quite frankly left the team because of baker mayfield's yeah. play so uh, yeah we'll see what happens with baker i'm not sure i'm sure he'll find a backup role somewheres um, I don't know if he's going to be a starter come uh, come week one in the NFL. That's crazy. He first overall pick, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. That's so wild, man. That you yeah. can just be a first overall pick as a quarterback, and then it's just like, well, looking like a backup for sure. Looking like a backup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're Meanwhile. gonna move into quarter one. Yeah, episode thirty of season two of the Dimension Podcast. Nate, we're talking MLB, and yesterday Dave Roberts pulled Clayton Kershaw after seven perfect innings, thirteen strikeouts, had eighty pitches thrown, said, "Nope, that's enough." Yeah, this one, there's a lot of moving pieces here, I feel like. Because, you know, you've got, this is early in the year. It is. But it's a perfect game. 
Yeah, baseball's so analytically driven right now, and it, it's driving me crazy. I mean that, and so it was predetermined from from everything that I know that at eighty pitches or right around that mark, he's coming out of the game. Like that is the max he's pitching. He's only played three preseason games. These are considered preseason because typically they would play more in the preseason. But I mean, Clayton Kershaw, he wasn't you know visibly upset. He knew that you know that eighty pitches were all he was throwing that night. But I think there's certain circumstances. Yeah, like we look back to the Tampa Bay Rays in the World Series with Blake Snell. There's certain circumstances where guys are grooving, and there's there's been twenty three perfect games in the history yeah. of baseball. Let this guy go. For you got to let him go. The other thing is too that was a weird thing I saw. Um, I believe it's there's only been two pitchers who've been pulled after that same point. Both by both, Dave. Yeah, yeah, both by Dave Roberts. Both Dodgers. Kind of, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, that's that's something to, you know. I, I, I Man, you got to let him go, and it's just like, I feel like at the point, it's like, maybe go to the mound or even talk to him, you know, seventh inning stretch, something like that, and be like, hey, man, listen, I know you're getting up to your pitch count. If you want to go for it, I'm all on board. But, like, if I see, like, a little, maybe if I'm seeing some struggles out of you in the eighth, I'm going to pull you. No. You know, let him go for a bit. I just don't understand. Like, these numbers are so arbitrary, I feel as if. Like, who decided that, like, 80 or 100 pitches, yeah. you know, like, who just decided that that was, like, where they're maxing out? And I guess there's going to be some science behind it. I get that. But we're dealing with history in the game. Like, I think about the NHL. It's like, okay, the maximum minutes for Alex Ovechkin is going to be 21 minutes a night. Well, if you're in double overtime, you're playing Alex Ovechkin. Regardless if he's played twenty seven yeah. minutes or twenty eight minutes, you know it's, it's just kind of how it goes. There's there's history and there's there's you know there's there's things there's accolades and I know it's a personal accolade and, and their end goal is to win the World Series at the end of the year, but man, I, I was disappointed. Like for me, like that's this isn't this is entertainment. This is the MLB. This is this is this is a game. Like, you want to see a perfect game. You, this is this is for the fans. And anyway, well, you know this isn't over. This isn't going anywhere. I think this is going to be talked about, and this is actually might spark a nice conversation around the analytics of baseball right now. But anyway, a little disappointed. Uh, Nate, moving into the New York, uh, or sorry, the San Francisco Giants, they have hired the first female coach who will be on-field coaching, Alyssa Nackin. So that's amazing for the game of baseball. Yep. It's hard to believe. I mean, I don't know how much. I've always wondered that, Nate. You know, what do the on-field coaches, like the first base, like they tell, they kind of like wheel them around. when yeah, It's crazy how like, it what, is how diverse a, is that role? I, how complicated I, is that role? I know. I mean, for the most part, I'm sure there's some behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. But for the most part, it's basically just, I mean, master. I mean, you may as well be a, a sign holder. On, on a construction crew, it almost feels like, you know, it's like ring it around the bases or yep. double hander. And half the time at third base, they're pulling up and they go, they round. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, it's like they don't even listen. No, they it's don't. A, so it's like, it's like, I'm going for it. No, but, but that's, am- uh, that's amazing for uh, but the San Francisco Giants for uh, Alyssa Nacken. I mean, I'm assuming that, you know, that uh, she's qualified for the position, for the position. she's going to do a great job. And, for sure. and um, you know, it's amazing for Aegis Ball. Continuing on, Robert Menford, the uh, commissioner of the MLB, <laughs> he decided to send headphones to every single player in the MLB for a uh, just a nice gesture for the lockout that they had and the negotiations. Headphones. Yeah, that, that should Mike win Trout? everybody's back. Can you imagine Mike Trout, guy who makes $30 million, $40 million a year, he gets a pair of Bose headphones. Thanks, Rob. It's like sick, dude. Like, you, you just have no money, eh? It's just such a weird thing. Because it's like these guys have every headphone under them. You know, they have a set already of every single one they ever wanted. I would say there's a large majority of these guys have a contract and, and, <laughs> and sponsorships. I was going to say. With Bose and Bose Beats. Beats. Yeah, exactly. Apple. Yeah, man. They're dying yeah. for these. Like, this is, that's prime marketing for them. 
This is the Major League Baseball. <laughs> Dude, it'd be funny to see what he even... What did he send them? Was it just bows? I'm not sure. No, it might have been those like free Air Canada ones. Oh, my God. The, the old plugs. Got the cord in them still? <laughs> yeah. The old plugs. I can't even get them in the new iPhone. Anyway, Rob Madden for doing his best to uh, to mend the relationship with well, the Well, you got to do better than that. Yeah, I would think That's so. Absolutely, like, send them all a car. Ah, but even yeah, that, you can't really little, send these guys anything. You I was know? thinking like you know, like, like a, a card and flowers. No, I, I have no idea. Honestly, that's a good question. Like if you had to send something to mend the relationship or to, you know, to uh, to show your appreciation, what would you send them? I mean, to that's, a multimillionaire. Yeah, and to a lot of people, you'd almost you have know? to get some like custom something custom made of like them. Yeah, you know, for it to really to mean whole lot like who anyway for sure richard milley watches anyway nate philly's third baseman this week alec bomb made three errors in one inning he was getting booed pretty hard philly fans we all know uh, what the what the philadelphia fans are like but uh he after his third air what was caught on camera melting (laughs) i hate this place obviously got grilled after the game The, the fans gave him a standing ovation the next game Alex Baum came out and said, listen, it was emotion that got to me. I didn't mean it. Yeah, I what didn't. What a show. Yeah, I didn't expect. You also probably wouldn't expect it to just, like, what are the odds they're just zooming it? Man, some of the shots they get sometimes with the cameras where it's just like, you know, they do it like somebody scores in hockey and they zoom in on the other guy, that, on the other team. It's like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, why, yeah. why must you? But, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of unfortunate for him that that was caught on, on um film yeah for sure it is pretty funny though too like when you when you catch a, an odd camera angle and you can rip lip read and it's just it's the most vulgar language being used for these professional athletes. <laughs> well it's, it's like just... what was it the justin thomas and the masters there last yeah. week Did you see that one? Oh, i haven't seen that oh no. he like uh what he like whiffed on his drive and he's just like says the f word yeah and then it's like they keep playing it through and he's like sick golf swing or something like that or, yeah, yeah. or, or f you golf swing or something yeah, yeah, like that yeah. it's hilarious he's a guy that's not a, not afraid to uh to use some language on the golf course yeah, that's pull over alfred sure. and will tell you all about it and they, they don't know it firsthand but uh Nate, i did want to uh, mention alex bregman and nolan arenado off to huge starts i mean they were players of the week last week alex bregman's six for 14 two home runs six rbis nolan arenado his new home in st louis six for 12 two home runs two doubles off to great starts two notable names and for two teams that probably will be making the playoffs come uh, come postseason time with uh, with Houston and St. Louis, um, I was thinking too with these guys off to such great starts. Mm-hmm. If you were in the batter's box against an MLB pitcher, how many pitches would it take for you to make contact or get a hit? Me myself? Yeah. Jeez, it depends. Like, if I'm getting some like knuckle. No, we're talking like heaters. Oh, heaters, fastballs. Man, I don't know if I. It might be tough to, I don't know. I could get lucky early maybe and yeah. just like kind of make a foul ball, but I like clean contact. It's probably not going to happen unless at that same time, a pig happens to fly by the stadium. <laughs> then I think I could probably manage, but I, it's going to be a bit. It's going to be a bit. And yeah. I feel like I'm going to get discouraged after 10. It's tough to put a number on it for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got to swing at every pitch. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to, if, if you're going to make contact, that's I'm not going to sit there and be like, hey, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little that, outside, buddy. Yeah. I would put it, I, I was thinking to myself like a hundred, like I would give myself a hundred pitches and that's when I would say, okay, that's enough. Yeah. I mean, if, if I couldn't get a hit in a hundred, yeah. I'm not probably getting one. No, um, for sure. But, uh, but we'll see. Anyway, we're going to continue to monitor the MLB. It's an exciting start. Lots of good series going on right now. So uh, we'll continue to update the MLB landscape. Nate, moving into quarter two, we got NBA and we got the playing games alive and well. But first, before we get into the playing games, Minnesota was playing against the LA Clippers and a fan went onto the court <laughs> and glued herself 
to the court. I haven't seen the clip. I've read a lot about it. But like, how did this go down? Have you seen the yeah. clip? Okay. Yeah. So she, I don't know. She, so she's an animal rights activist. And apparently there was some stuff okay. that comes out with the owner um, um, that he's kind of like not, I'm not sure what he's doing, yeah. but something with animals. Okay. Um, I'm assuming it's probably something bad, I, yeah. I, but who knows, right? Like I haven't looked into enough to even make a comment on it, but yeah. Anyway, she just walked down there and super glued her feet to the floor. And then, I mean, she stood there. Everyone was like, what are you doing? And then they just promptly escorted her out. Would she go to jail? I wonder. I would think. I don't know. You I can't mean, just like do that. Like, yeah. I, I don't know the entire legal system in that banned banned for life oh yeah. you'd have to reckon i mean if i it's... always i was one of that too like need after somebody streaks or somebody does something like how do they know like what, what happened like if they if they streaked in cincinnati if they go to the dodgers game the next day like is it like they could probably get in yeah you'd think you know i mean it'd be pretty tough it's to... not like every stadium's got their face <clears throat> pegged on everyone's educated like do not allow <clears throat> this person in there it's like you're not showing your ids at these places well even that's like how how quickly do you like you see a streak and then how quickly do you forget about it no, oh, exactly. You know, it's like okay, yeah. I've seen so many people streak. I couldn't put a like I couldn't put a face. No, no, exactly. Like the only one I can like remember is like that prankster. Uh, it was like Vitaly used to be big on YouTube, and he did the World Cup final. Oh, wow! So he got in some. I some mean, heat. That was, yeah, but I mean, it was some hot water. Yeah, <laughs> some uh, some very hot water. All right, Nate. So the first four play-in games are alive and well to play in to take on the one and two seeds from the East and West. So the Nets beat the Cavs. The Nets are going to go on and play the Celtics. A fun, fun few timbits uh, out of that. And then the, uh, the Timberwolves ended up beating the Clippers. Uh, Patrick Beverly put on a show as he always does. Uh, so the Wolves will go on and play the Memphis Grizzlies. But I did want to mention um, Bruce Brown came out and he said, uh, you know, they're looking forward to taking on the Celtics. They like the matchup. And he, and he kind of focused in on the bigs of the Celtics, said that Robert Williams is injured. Robert Williams is a big difference maker. Now they got Daniel Tice and, 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 um, and, and Horford, Al Horford. Uh, and then Kyrie came on and just ruined Bruce Brown. He was like, he shouldn't be saying that. You know, they're a great team. He's like, blah, 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 like going on. It's like, dude, like he didn't really say anything that much. He just yeah. said he, they're looking forward to the matchup and that they're missing a key player and they're looking to exploit that area. And KD just comes and it's like almost like <laughs> KD, it's like feels like it's like if nobody can say anything relevant to the series but me. So Bruce, shut your mouth. Yeah. You know, it's just, it was a really odd situation in the media. It's definitely a weird dynamic in that locker room too. Like I would love to be a fly on the wall in the Brooklyn Nets locker room. <laughs> just see what exactly goes on in there. For sure. But... One thing I wanted to touch on in these play-in games, too. Yep. Like, you know, if Cleveland pulls this out, it's going to be the eighth seed. And I believe it's the same in the other side. So the seven and eight will both get in. Yeah. So it's like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Let's just do the one V eight. If if the seven and eight make it on both sides, it's like yeah. this is cool, I yeah, guess. Yeah. But it's like I, I don't like. I think the, the Hornets. Thing. I stupid. think the Hornets are going to be a tough team, man. Like I I do like the Hornets. So we'll see. That's going to be a good game. Um, Hornets and, and and Cavs. But you're right. If the Cavs end up winning, I mean, you know, what are we doing here? But uh, but uh, the Spurs and uh, and, and it's Pelicans Hawks. played. It's Hawks and Cavs, isn't it? Um, no, the Hawks beat uh, beat Charlotte last night to to move in uh, to. They're, no, but they play Cleveland. Oh, yeah. so. So oh the Hawks so, play the Cavs that's right yeah to, to move on that's right yeah yeah so, so I see what you're saying because the seven eight seven, played yep yeah and then yeah. eight lost now they'll play the winner nine ten yeah yep so like, sorry that's my bad yeah so yeah you're right so the Hornets are done and then now the Hawks will play the Cavs which yeah. again that would be a great that's game the, yeah I mean I'd, yeah I'd probably rather the Hawks I'd rather see some little Trey Young action going up against uh, for sure the boys but for sure. 
Um, no, there's exciting players on both sides of the court. But uh, so, so Nate, let's break down each series and we'll just give you our predictions. So obviously we don't know who the one seeds are playing yet. Um, Miami and Phoenix. It's been a long time since a one seed's been upset. I'm assuming that Miami and Phoenix will smooth sail through those first round series. You'd reckon. So we'll take Miami and Phoenix to win the first round. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, that's I a... I'm a betting man, and yeah. For sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. All right, we're going to move into the 2-7 of each side. Yeah. Starting off with Boston, Brooklyn. Man, this is going to be a weird one. For sure. It's going to be a crazy. This is this is definitely has more of a 4v5 feel than a 2v7. But definitely. I don't know, man. I kind of want to say Brooklyn, but at the same time, like just as we talked about earlier, like there's so much going on in there. Yeah. There's so many little pieces going on. Like who knows what Kyrie's going to get pissed off after a game or something. Like he's so sick, but it's just like, I don't know. I think I might roll Brooklyn. Yeah. I, I am I'm as well. Brooklyn in like seven, maybe I'm a Celtics fan and, and people are soon to forget. I mean, Kyrie played a couple of years in Boston. He's going to be used to the environment. He's going to be played in, like he's played that in that court. Nothing's foreign to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kevin Durant's obviously one of the best players in the world. I'm not sure, you know, what the supporting cast is going to bring to the table. I mean, Bruce Brown's solid. He got Seth Curry. Um, this Cam Thomas has had a great season as well, this young kid. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think Andre Andre Drummond's there as well, I do believe. So, I mean, we'll see what uh, the Brooklyn Nets bring to the table. I know that there's no Robert Williams, but you know, don't count out Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. They play really, I think, they're the best defensive team in the defensive NBA. Defensive player of the year. Yeah. So uh, so we'll see uh, We'll see what happens there. But I'm, I'm going to be with you, Nate. I'm, t- I'm picking the Nets, cheering for the Celtics, going over to the win, Western win. Conference. Memphis versus Minnesota. Memphis has played so such a great year. I'm taking Memphis, and I'm taking them in five. Yeah, I'm taking Memphis as well. Yeah. I, I want to say six just for the, like, but, like, the NBA doesn't really roll like that. You know what I mean? It could be just playing sweet, but we'll, sure. we're going to, I'm going to agree with you. I think we'll give, uh, we'll give Minnesota a game. Yeah, exactly. Give Minnesota a game. 100%. All right. Milwaukee versus Chicago. Chicago is a team that looked really good through three quarters of the season. They've been a dumpster fire since. I mean, we're looking at Milwaukee, the defending champions. And yeah. It's... You can't really say. I mean, you obviously had Demar Derozan having a crazy year, but then you obviously, as you say, you look back in Milwaukee. I mean, we're coming, we're looking back to back here. Like these guys yeah. aren't. I'm gonna say Milwaukee in six. Okay. I'm gonna say Chicago is gonna be able to get a few off them, but yeah. I'll be I'll be watching uh, Chris Middleton absolutely humming out there for sure. I'm gonna take the Milwaukee sweep. Okay. Um, yeah. I just I just think I mean they're they're they're, they're battle hardened. I mean this is a yeah. team that uh, obviously won the championship last year. And I look at uh, the the Bulls roster. Levine really hasn't done anything. Vucevic really hasn't done anything. Lonzo Ball. I mean the playoff experience is very minimal across the board. And then DeRozan. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean uh, you know they, they they've got a great team that can score, but I just think that Milwaukee's going to be too much for that. I'm saying five, five. Okay. Yep. Yeah. No yep. more six. Yeah. Okay. We got Golden State versus the Denver Nuggets. Golden State, Denver. I mean I'm going. We're going with Splash Brothers all day here, no doubt. I'm just sure. trying to decide how many games here. This is a team named Golden State. I mean, we were building narratives at the beginning of the year like this. Like, they were getting clay back. They were rolling on all cylinders. They were at the top of the Western Conference. You're like, man, this team's going to be back to championship caliber. And then they kind of fell off a bit. Clay got a, or uh, Steph got a little bit banged up. But, yep. But, uh, I mean, they come into the playoffs healthy. It's just going to be ridiculous. But definitely. I'm going to say I'm going to say five. Okay. I think Jokic could steal a game for, the, yep. for Denver. So, yeah, I'm going to say five. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to say seven game series here. Okay. I just think that that that's how much uh, you know Jokic is going to be. I mean, think about who who who's taking on. Uh, you know, are you going to put Draymond Green on on Nikolai Jokic? I mean, probably yeah, that's not. A fair point. I, mean, I don't know who's guarding. I mean, they've been struggling at the five all season. The Golden State Warriors. They haven't got James Wiseman back, so I don't know who's going to guard Nikolai Jokic. I mean, he's he's single handedly been you know the the engine for the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. 
And if Golden State doesn't pop it around, if they don't start figuring it out, I mean, I, I, I could see it being a quick series, Nina, really could have five games. I just think that Jokic is going to be fired up. I think that yep. Denver doesn't get much love, and I think that that's going to be a nice seven-game series. I think Golden State wins, though. Yeah. All right, Nate, moving into the 4-5 of each conference, we've got Toronto versus Philadelphia. This one's interesting. Yeah, this is going to be uh, this is going to be something. Um, what is it, Shaq? Shaq was on, I think, TNT. Yep. He said sweep. Yep. For the Sixers. Um, I think Sixers win. I want to say Toronto. Man, I don't know. I'm going to say Sixers in six. Sixers in six? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say Sixers, yeah. Yeah, I'm I like that them. a lot. I mean, yeah, yeah I'm beating Harden. I'm going to go with the Sixers as well, Nate, and I think I'll take the Sixers in five. Okay. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do like the Raptors team. I think that they've uh, they've made a lot of great strides. I just And obviously, too, they've got a lot of playoff experience, so Nick Nurse is a fantastic coach. I just think Joel Embiid and, and James Harden are going to be a, a real handful for, for the Raptors, and those guys can can dictate uh, a lot of the game, and I think it's, it's Philly's time. I mean, in terms of pressure and, like, ready to win now and for a market that's just been starving for a nice run in the nba i think philly and i think that they are going to do it um, yeah i think whichever way it goes it's going to be an awesome series for sure so for sure all right Nate, moving over to the west the four five we've got dallas versus utah this is an interesting one here gosh i i'm i'm torn i think this could be this could be a really good series as well but yep. uh, who are you liking in this one nate i'm going dallas Okay. Can't fade away from the Mavericks. Yeah. Love the boys. For sure. I'm going Dallas. Friends of the show. Yeah. I'm saying seven though. Okay. Dallas and seven. Yeah, yeah. A little Dantic. I mean, he's gonna go 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 bananas. Yeah. I like it. I mean I See, I just think that these two teams right here are pretenders, both of them. Like I don't think that they can make any noise beyond this round. But I am going to take Dallas as well, Nate, and I'm going to take them in a seven-game series. I do. I, I think it is going to be a bit of a mismatch for Rudy Gobert. I think EO will have his way in the paint. I do think, I mean, Dantic is, is a top-five player in the league. I do think Dallas is. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what Spencer Dinwiddie. I haven't followed him closely, but I do like him as well. He's got the ability to score. So, I, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, but the uh, the Dallas Mavericks hopefully will take down the uh, the Utah Jazz. We're rooting for Watch Dallas. Utah win in five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. watch just everything be opposite. For pick. sure. But. All right, well, that'll conclude quarter two, NBA talk. we got playoffs alive and well, but we are moving into the halftime show, and it is who holds the record. Who holds that record, indeed. Should be a beaut. All right, Nate, do you want me to start things off? Sure. All right, Nate. Just going to try and gauge out what I'm dealing with here. For sure. Okay, let's rock. All right, who has the most hits in a single MLB season? Who? Most hits in a season? Give me Sammy Sosa. Okay, it was Ichiro Suzuki. Okay. You know, I think I feel like I've heard that before. For sure. Um, that, damn. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> okay, Greg. Uh, most 50-goal seasons for a player in the NHL. Most 50-goal seasons. Well, I can tell you right now is Mike Bossy for 60. So I'm going to take Mike Bossy for 50 as well. Okay. Yep. You're, uh, there's actually two. It's Bossy and Gretzky tied. Oh, okay. And uh, so, so obviously, no, okay. no, you just get it. I, okay. I would have had to tell you there was two, and okay. I think you would have defaultly thrown out Gretzky. Okay. Yeah. Um, and if Ovechkin gets four, he's tied with them. Okay. So he needs so four more? Four, Ovechkin gets four more goals. He'll be oh. tied for nine 50 goal seasons. Yeah. Oh. So Ovechkin yeah. could, could realistically surpass them next year. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, eh? That's amazing. Gretzky yeah. and Bossy. Yeah. Ridiculous. Holy dude. smokes. All right, Nate. Who has missed? The most free throws in NBA history. Ooh, this is enough. I'm gonna say Shaq. He's second. Okay. Wilt Chamberlain. Okay. Yeah. I get. Yeah. You know, makes sense. Yep. I mean, how how much are you gonna be up to the line? You know. For sure. So, damn. I thought I might have sniffed something out there. Most sixty home run seasons. 
for a player. 60 home run seasons. I got to go with my guy, Barry Bonds. It's not a bad guess. Crazy enough, Barry only has one. Okay. And it's 70. Oh, okay. Yeah, he never laid in the 73. 73, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, Yeah, just a 70 home run. Um, But uh, it's Sammy Sosa. Okay. Three times. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's a fun fact. That is. All right, Nate. Which goalie has the most points in NHL history? Oh, shoot, dude. I looked at this not that long ago. Goaltender. I'm going to have to say Marty Berdur. Oh, Tom Barrasso. Okay. Well, yeah, that one wasn't <laughs> popping up. <clears throat> wow. Most home runs in a season by a rookie. Who holds it? Most home. I'm going to say Mark McGuire. Pete Alonzo. Wow. 53, just past Judge that a couple happened years ago. Just, yeah. yeah, and he lit it up during the home run derby yes. that year. Yeah. Pete Alonso, Judge yeah, had the record the prior. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. Judge had 52, and then so Alonzo got 53. I've got a spark up in my MLB knowledge. I apologize, folks. All right, Nate, who has the most knockouts in UFC history? In UFC. Oh, man. He's one of your favorites. Can I get a, can I get a weight? Or is that, is that going to give it away? That'll give it away. Okay. One of my favorites. Oh, man. I don't think I'm going to get this. Um, Man, I really want to nail this. I'm just trying to, like, double check here. Um, Man, I'm going to go. It's definitely not Chill Sonnen. (laughs) It's no shot. I'll roll John Jones. Nate Diaz? Derek Lewis. Ah, the beast. The yeah. beast, yeah, you know that make that you know what thirteen that, knockouts, yeah, that would have given it away too if you give me the yeah, it's like exactly. he's a big guy. It's yeah, like, exactly. I bad that we got there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <clears throat> most three pointers in a season, Steph Curry. Yeah, um, can you get double points if you tell me how many? Oh, jeez, I couldn't tell you how many, man. Uh, let me guess here. Uh, 216. 402. 402. 402, yeah. See, look, that's a number that I... I think Harden's in second place, and he's got like 30, 40 on him. Okay. Crazy. All right, Nate. Who has the most PGA Tour major runners-up in their career? Oh, most PGA Tour runners-up. Um, Are we talking somebody pretty old? Yes. Oh. Most runners-up. Somebody pretty old. I'm going to say, um, I want to go with like Jack Nicholas, but I might go Bernard Longer. You were right in the first guess. Was I? Yeah. Damn. He's, he won 18 majors, came runner up 19 times. Wow. He's got the Just most majors sniffing. ever and second place 19 times. Damn. Imagine if you could have mixed those in. All right, last one. Yep. Most assists in an NBA game. Who, who owns that? Yeah. Chris Paul. Scott Skillies. Holy 1990 smokes 30 apples 30 apples <laughs> 30 apples wow that's yeah. that's incredible that's a fun segment that is cool yeah like all right folks well hopefully you enjoyed that that'll conclude the halftime show of episode 30 of season two of the day on the mission we podcast sniffing around on those yeah we were a bit yeah. all right we're moving into quarter three and it's nhl talk i did want to shout out our guy drake batherson who we had uh, the opportunity to visit uh last week in ottawa obviously he was very sick with a stomach flu we caught him towards the end of our trip but he's back in business he's looking good he's got uh Two goals and an assist in his three games back. He tipped one bar down last game. So, Drizzy B, we wanted to give you a shout-out because you're our guy, bud. Back in the mix, keeping that point per game alive. Absolutely. He's well, going. Nate, last night, 
the Wild played the Edmonton Oilers, and there was a scuffle at the end of the game, and Ryan Hartman has been fined for giving Evander Kane the middle finger. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm, I, I, there's a lot of questions surrounding this. So if you're Ryan Hartman, like, don't you have a something better in the repertoire to bring out than the middle finger? I know. It's just so, like, just go punch him in the face. It's, yeah. It's hockey. You know, it's like you're just toast now. Get him when he comes out of the box. Yeah, like coming what, out at the same time. It was absolutely ridiculous. <clears throat> I think the funniest thing is everyone paying is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen that? Yeah. And what was it? Evander Kane's ex-wife? Yeah, sent, she came out. She, yeah, she, she sent him two hundred bucks. It's like the fine's forty two hundred. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Just trying to stay in the spotlight. I guess I'm not sure. She comes out almost weekly with she, yeah. She's, she's outrageous. She just loves it. She just loves it, I think. She, she does. She loves talking about uh, Evander yeah. Kane and staying in the media. You're right, Nate. But uh, big announcement yesterday, and it was kind of in the pipeline for a little while, but the Boston Bruins will take on the Pittsburgh Penguins at Fenway Park in the 2023 outdoor game. And uh, you can pretty much, you know, you can lock me in. I'm there. I'm yeah. going. Yeah, I mean, a Fenway? Fenway. Fenway? That they haven't had one there sick. before, have they? I don't or, think. Actually, have they? They may have back in the... I feel like one of the early ones was probably... I'll pull it up here quick. Uh, I actually think they have now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I'm thinking so. <laughs> I think it was Boston-Detroit. Yeah, I, and I know that one wasn't at the... Uh, that definitely wasn't at the big house. Because remember, they had that after, and it was... Yeah, it was, uh, yeah they, 2010, yeah. Okay, 2010. Park, yeah. So... Was, Who played? Was, I'm assuming it was. I, I haven't Boston, got them up. Detroit. I, I think yeah. it was Boston, Detroit. Because how many cool. have they played? Boston. Boston? I don't think many. Yeah. Two or three. Ah, who knows? Listen, th this Washington is got in a bunch of them. Man, Chicago played every other year. Yeah, it's it gonna be interesting to see what they do with the with the jerseys with, with Boston and Pittsburgh, two black and and yellow teams. So hopefully they do uh, something with like an old blue on the Pittsburgh. Those ones yeah. they used to wear were sick. With Crosby shootout goal with like the light blue. <clears throat> I didn't love those ones, but it okay. was the, like the darker blue with like the light blue stripes. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I showed you, you'd know what I mean. Yeah, it's for got sure. The penguins got the scarf on. Okay. I, I see what you're saying here. Yeah, I do remember that one. Yeah. Um, the Bruins, I want to see the bear head in some fashion. So. You've got to bring that thing, the crack bear. Yeah. It's got to be back, man. For sure. It's outrageous that it hasn't been at this point. Um, Owen Power made his NHL debut. Um, Look good, man. He's going to be a nice, steady defenseman. The, the, man, the Buffalo Sabres, they ended up beating Toronto Maple Leafs that game. This is a team that, I mean, has been, obviously, with the departure of Jack Eichel, a lot of questions surrounding the Buffalo Sabres. They I actually good. like a lot of the pieces that they have. They look good. There's nothing, like, forward-wise, there's nothing, like, too crazy. But, I mean, Tate Thompson's obviously taking an absolute tear. I really like the... Dude's, like, 6'7". Alex man. Tuck, man. I love Alex, Alex Tuck. Tuck. Yeah, he's good. Um, and then uh, Peyton Krabs, obviously a young kid. And yeah. then uh, and then Jeff Skinner's had a sneaky year. He has. His contract's has. obviously very hefty. He's expected yeah. to do this at $9 yes. million dollars a you year. You should be scoring at least 30. But if you've got Owen Power and Rasmus Staline, like, being superstars <clears> in the league, you know, you're looking, you're kind of starting to look okay. I mean, you got to do something in the goaltending position, but yeah, for sure. certain Craig Anderson can only do so much for you. I was watching him trying to make a save the other night. The puck trickled behind him and it was just like tough scene. Oh, it was just like it, he took his, his dear time getting back to the goal line. It's just like, that is a 40 year old man right there. Yeah. Like he is not ready to stretch for sure. But I was um, also talking the other night when I was watching, I was like, it's kind of crazy how they, they landed two first round picks, two first overalls. They got two like pretty stud D men. And then you also had Eichel when, I mean, that was just, obviously they could have had McDavid had they won the lottery. Like yeah. that would have been ridiculous. But, you know, you'd think they would have a better a better setup by now having Darlene and it, like if you could have made that Eichel thing work. I mean, for sure. it's just a shame. It's funny too. Like we've, we've talked about the, the basement of the Atlantic Division right now with Detroit, Ottawa, and Buffalo. 
I, you know, you would think in, in two, three years might be a flip-flop. You know, these teams might be competitive and, and mm-hmm. Boston's going to be in, in a tough area and, and as well as, as Toronto, who knows what they look like in three, four years. And I mean, Tampa Bay and, 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 and Florida. So, you know, obviously the scene is what it is right now, but those teams, they're making some good strides, man. They're making some good strides. I, I think it was worth noting too, Nate, that uh, Matt Beneers uh, <clears throat> made his NHL debut. With Seattle, yeah. Seattle. Well, I was just trying to think of when did he go for was he second or I third? I think he was second. Second overall. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I think it but went power veneers. It's funny how the attention completely yeah. on Owen Power. Yeah. Nobody knows that. I uh, even saw some some things getting shared of like they dug up Owen Power's old YouTube channel. Oh. It was just like him taping sticks and stuff as a kid. <laughs> it was just like we gotta do this every time. You remember yeah. that Dylan Larkin clip a long time ago? It's like going crazy with a stick. No, no. Anyway, it's it's just they, they, people love digging up the YouTube. No, absolutely. Um, Nate Carey Price, it's close to a return, <laughs> just kind of finally in the NHL. Um, it's going to be interesting. Would you, if you're the Montreal Canadiens, do you think you would play Carey Price uh, with the remainder of the year, or just give him you know right off a year and then figure out this summer what you're going to do with him? I would just write the year off. Yep. I mean, it's probably better like that anyway. If you try to rush him back, and then if you're going to make a trade and his numbers aren't great, you're probably just going to lose value. I think it's pretty hard for him to, he's going to gain value right now. I think it's going to be hard for him to, you know, have a, like a crazy stretch of like a few games where it's like, oh, okay, he's still the real deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like you're better just holding them out and like, for sure, not risking injury. And it's also, it's like, I don't think it's in Montreal's plans to bring him back really. For sure. You know, you got for eight sure. games left. They're clearly tanking. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think they're going to leave it up to care to be completely honest with you. Yeah. Like if he's a guy who wants to get back in that team environment, you know, make him feel like he's, mm-hmm. you know, part of the club again, you know, they might, they might put him in, but I agree from management standpoint, I think leave him out, you know, yeah, you know, I mean, he's, no he's, harm in bringing him back. I mean, it's not going to make, no, exactly. like you're getting in. No, exactly. Like, so. so yeah, we'll see what happens with Carey Price. It'd be interesting to see what, uh, what the solution is with his contract and, and moving forward. But we're obviously, you know, we're happy to see Carey back on the, on the ice and, and kind of make a recovery from, you know, the mental illnesses and, and everything that he was dealing with in his personal life. But Nate, that'll conclude quarter three of NHL yeah. talk of the daily intermission podcast, episode 30 of season two. We're moving in the PGA tour. I'm really excited about this story. Morgan Hoffman, who we talked about, I've talked about it on the past podcast. He was, he's diagnosed with muscle, muscular dystrophy an uncurable disease. He called around, spent millions of dollars looking for a cure in the Western medicine in North America. Couldn't find one. They told him it was uncurable. He went to the mountains of Nepal. He drank his own urine. He now lives in Costa Rica where he does a bunch of crazy drugs. He's, he's just, and now he's starting to rebuild his chest muscle. It was once, his pectoral was once close to his rib cage. He can now flex his chest muscle again. He is healing the uncurable uh, with, <laughs> with, with, it's crazy. crazy. And now he's back. On the PGA Tour, playing on a medical exemption. Yeah, it's uh, it's a wild story. Yep. I mean, this whole urine drinking thing is crazy. For sure. Like I, you couldn't pay the guy, but yeah. it's worked. I don't know. I don't know, Nate. Like I, it's it's funny because you say that, but what happens if you're put in that position? Like you yeah. are, you've got a terminal sickness that's not curable, and you'd, you'd be open to trying anything. Hundred percent for sure. I would go to the. I would. I would be chugging my own urine in the mountains of Nepal if they they said I've got something that they can't cure and it's going to affect my life. I'd probably just go to the sleeping out front of the stem cell research place. Yeah, that's what I'd be doing. Yeah, just chilling, being like, you need somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come on in for sure. But no, it's exciting. I'm excited to see Morgan Hoffman back in the mix. Um, we'll see what happens with Morgan Hoffman. We got the camera flickering. I think we're going to fight through it. It's still recording. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Once it turns off, though, then we'll fix it. We'll see if we can fight through this yep. date. So it's the RBC Heritage this week, which is in Harbortown, South Carolina. It's a mm-hmm. fun tournament. Uh, the, the winner gets a big trophy. They get the the uh, the Plaid Blazer as well. A lot of big names playing. It. DJ, Morikawa, Spieth, Berger, JT, Cantley, Bitsy, Lowry. Bitsy. Who is your one and done pick? My one and done. 
That would go by the Chilean wonder. Joaquin. Joaquin Neiman. Yeah. He, you know, he had some great shots on the, in the masters. He, yeah. He, he was sniffing around for a bit. He had that ridiculous Eagle. Yeah. Uh, first day. Played well. First day with Tiger. Minus yeah. three. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, he was back with Tiger the second day too, right? Yep. They had the, yeah, they, yep. it was, they, and then they Louis the dropped two, out. So, yes, yeah. that's right. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I know I rolled with him. Um, you know, I'm just kind of trying to hit something to kind of catch back up. I'm like, I, I had what the second place with Cam Smith. Yeah. Um, or wherever he finished him. He might've ended up finishing like fourth. Yeah. Cause Roy finished second, but, um, yeah, I'm just trying to sniff some money. Yeah. It's a good pick. I mean, so. he's got, he's got win equity for sure. He's a, yeah. he's a top 20, 25 player in the world for sure. I, I don't mind that pick. I got, I went with uh, this ain't no hobby, Kevin Kisner, okay. uh, who's experienced. I think he's won this event before. Um, he's a guy who's very vocal about the courses that he can be successful at. Yep. Harbor Town's a bit of a shorter course. You don't have to drive it 330 yards. It's not that advantageous. Obviously, long driving is never going to be a detriment on the PGA Tour. But Kevin Kisner thinks that this is one of the places he can win on tour. So I took big Kiz. I like the way he played at the Masters. He obviously played with Tiger one day. Love Kisner. Yep. All right, Nate. That'll conclude quarter four PGA Tour. Just a brief quarter four now. Let's get into our fire wagon and dog water of the week. I'll start things off with the fire wagon. I'm going Alec Manoa, okay. who, who pitched, I think, six shutout innings against the Yankees, looking like a prime-time player. It's his, I think it's his third MLB season with the Jays. I really like this big rig. Alec Manoa, fire wagon of the week with your fresh start versus the Yankees. I like it. I am sticking around Toronto here. Yep. I am going with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Yeah. This man had three home runs. The hat trick of home runs, and not only that, he got his finger stepped on on first base prior to the second two. Were the, were the first two against Garrett Cole? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. The first one was a weird one, too. It kind of just, like, stuck on the wall, and then they ended up counting it out. Yeah. The guy kind of got a glove on it, but, yep. yeah, I believe so. Um, so, yeah, I mean, dude, to come out and hit two home runs after getting your finger stomped on by a guy running to first base with a cleat, yeah. bravo, Vladdy. Yeah, a little hattie for Vladdy. He loves seeing it. Yep. My dog water of the week, Nate, goes to the girl who super glued herself to the floor in the Clippers and uh, Timberwolves game. Obviously, you don't like to see that. Fans, take it down a notch. If you're going to protest, I love that idea. Just don't do it during the professional sports game. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, also just gluing yourself to the floor is just not going to... It's not going to do anything. That's crazy. Uh, my dog water is the Philadelphia Flyers. Okay. This team is absolutely horrible. <laughs> it's unbelievable how bad this hockey team is. It For blows sure. my mind. We had them. We were like, you know what? This could be the year they make some strides. It has been just getting absolutely walked every single night. Carter yep. Hart can't stop a beach ball. Yeah. And, I mean, Washington absolutely lit them on fire. You had everybody in the bottom six score a goal for Washington. The bottom six you allowed. Unbelievable. Yeah. Lars Eller having the worst year of his career. He bagged two. Yeah, it's tough. Hey, a nine, a nine burger on the Philadelphia Flyers. And it's just never going to help when your backup's Martin Jones. Was it nine, Nate? Nine to two. Nine to two. Anyway. Absolute mess. Well, that'll conclude episode 30 of season two of the Daily Mission Podcast. Guys, make sure you're you're giving us five stars on whatever you're listening to on iTunes, Spotify. Make sure you're, you're subscribing to the episode. Leave a comment. We really appreciate you guys. Go sub to all of our channels. And, uh, and we'll be back on... Monday. Monday, it's back. Happy Easter, everyone.